The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips show, everyone. I'm here with a psychologist, Dr. Baruta Regine. Welcome, Dr. Regine. Hello, Byron. We are going to take on a wonderful topic today. Tell us a little bit about your, uh, your book, uh, Iron Butterflies, Women Transforming Themselves in the World. Can't wait to talk with you about this topic. Well, it's a book um, that I, well, I interviewed 60 women from eight different countries, from many different walks of life, some pretty famous, like former, Kim, Kim, former Prime Minister of Canada, Kim Campbell, uh, Pat Mitchell, who was a former CEO of PBS, Barbara Kingsolver, the novelist, uh, Jody Williams, the, the uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureate, but also, you know, lawyers, judges, nurses, doctors, teachers, um, an Aboriginal elder from Australia, and, uh, <clears throat> and also a, a vineyard. That was a, a woman who owns an all-women-run vineyard in Tuscany. That was a really tough assignment to have to fulfill. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you were able to endure that. I would <laughs> like to begin, first of all, I have a copy of your book in front of me that I, your publicist just sent to me, and I've been browsing through it earlier today. And um, I would like to begin this discussion with a quote that you selected on Chapter 4 to really, really get some energy levels high here. Uh, the quote is from a Demo- uh, from um, Barbara uh, Maskul- um, yeah. exactly, a Democrat senator from Maryland. Um, Gussy up your makeup, put on your shoulder pads, start your engines, and get into third gear because, ladies, we are on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that quote. Couldn't be any more terrific in, in helping to explain this. Maybe you can take that quote and understand, is there a revolution really going on here, and what are you discovering in that revolution? Right. I call it a revolution hidden in plain sight because it really requires a perceptual shift to be able to see it. You know, um, and, and what that quote by Mikulski captures is what an iron butterfly is, is a woman of paradoxes. You know, she's, you know, she has a will of iron, but a touch of a butterfly. Um, you know, she's determined and yet nurturing. She's, uh, uh, strong and yet vulnerable. Actually, I just saw The Hunger Games yesterday, and mm. you know the, the lead character in that movie, the uh, girl, I would say is an iron butterfly, and mm. cause she has that masculine feminine balance going for her. She's tough but caring. Um, anyway, so the, this revolution that I'm talking about is that you know women are transforming the meaning of power. Uh, basically, uh, uh, Bella Abzug, the former congresswoman from New York, had made this prediction that in the 21st century, power wasn't going to change women. Women were going to change the meaning of power. And they're transforming the meaning of from power over others, which is a domination-based society that we live in now, and that is in, in transition, to a uh, power with and for others, which is creating a more collaborative, cooperative world. 
And their work, they're doing the, creating these work environments um, that emphasize a more collaborative, mutual way of being in the world. And it doesn't get, you know, there's not, it doesn't get highlighted in the media or, or anything because, you know, um, it's not what we used to seeing as leadership. We're used to seeing a more masculine-infused version of leadership, uh, you know, that, you know, I have the answers, the kind of Lone Ranger style of leadership that we think is pretty heroic in the domination culture. Uh, but these women have these masculine skills, but they have these other feminine skills that really make the difference and that are really very powerful uh, in a, uh, internet interconnected and interdependent world, such as relational intelligence, care, uh, inclusion, intuition, consensus building, big picture thinking. All of these qualities have been largely marginalized and dismissed as touchy-feely and soft. But in fact, the perceptual shift is they're exactly the exact opposite. They're hard. The soft is the new hard. They're very complex skills to have, but they're also very powerful. And that's part of my message is to women and men that often these skills are not really valued or recognized as leadership. But in fact, they are very pertinent and powerful skills to be having as a leader in our world today. Tell us a little bit about the the stats. Let's talk there. What are the facts? Are women climbing up the ladder? Uh, Are are there more women now, more than ever now, in higher positions of authority? Give us some stats, if you could. So, uh, yes, there are more women in power than ever before, and I believe it is a gathering uh, force. Uh, But but realistically, we still have a long way to go. If you look at Fortune 500 companies – uh, where 46% of the employees are women, only 14% hold executive boards, executive, I mean board seats, and only 13% have executive positions, and only 3% are um, CEOs. So that's a pretty good indicator that we still have a long way to go, and if you look at our Congress, it's only 14%. Mm-hmm. And I think we need more women. I mean, I think if there were more women in Congress, Congress would not be quite as jammed up as it is because it's all this posturing again. It's all this power over, you know, rather than power with and for others. Are there, uh, do you feel like there's a commitment now more than ever for women hiring women, for example, or men uh, feeling compelled to hire more women in positions? You know, is it Carol Bartz of Yahoo, CEO of Yahoo, or you know, some of these other incredible companies, uh, PepsiCo, uh, DuPont, Avon, Xerox. I mean, these are women are, are CEOs of these companies. Are, are, they, are they leading initiatives to try to get more women on their management teams? Yeah, I mean, um, it's really good business to have women in executive because consistently, study after study, shows that those companies that um, have more women in positions of power in their organization do better organizationally and financially. It's just good common sense. But, but I think part of this... The answer to that question, are there more women, you know, are they opening the doors more to women? I think there's a very complicated answer to that. And, but a couple of aspects um, are that uh, if you're a, a leader who has had a more domination, command and control, control type of leadership, then you're more likely to hire someone who emulates you. Uh, and a lot of the women who um, are very, very effective and have, you know, have all this relational intelligence to bring people together, you know, big picture thinkers, are often not recognized as 
uh, potential leaders because they don't see those leadership skills as associated with uh, power, as being powerful. That's one have thing. You, have, you, have you studied actual uh, proficiency of, of men versus women yep. and really looked closely at you know, negotiation skills, listening skills, productivity, ability to mm-hmm. focus? I mean, as, well, was, as yeah, you drive was, down yeah. these, are women just dominating the, 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 the rankings uh, of those skill sets? Because honestly, I feel like they are. You know, they, um, are. they are. In fact, it was just a study done by Nash, uh, survey, I forget how many uh, CEOs. Anyway, out of, uh, six, out of 12 out of 16 uh, attributes that, are, that they um, defined as being uh, exceptional leadership, mm. women um, were ahead of men in 12 out of 16. Interesting. So now that's you know, going to feel kind of threatening to a guy, don't you think? Well, you know, there there are uh, opposite sides of that coin as well. I mean, I, I've I, I've been hiring and working with uh, you know uh, dozens and probably hundreds of sales reps in my tenure in the professional world. Um, perpetually, women have outperformed men just in terms of raw numbers. Right. But when I when I as a CEO recognize that and go hire more women than men. You could make a case that I am reverse discrimination here. You know, um, uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know, are, are we going to are well, we going to have a, a culture that <laughs> somehow recognizes that that in you know th- th- there's less risk in hiring a woman uh, than than there is a man in terms of performance and achieving goals? I mean, this is disruptive, don't you think? For in the marketplace, I think in general to base decisions. You know, if, if well, well, I guess I'd ask you, what, what are you proposing, or do you think that uh, you know, fifty percent of all CEOs should be won by run of organizations should be run by women? Women should be at least uh, have a fifty percent stake in the business world. You know, is is that your contention, or is your contention a hundred percent women should just mention no, you be working? It's, no, I, yeah, I think it's. Uh, for me, it's just, you know... I men should know. be staying home with the kids or something. I don't. Well, well you know, some men do, you know, absolutely. and, and, and I think there's a growing edge for men to uh, engage in their more nurturing side. I think that the culture puts an enormous stress on men to perform, to be, you know, omnipotent and have all the answers to really be invulnerable, and it's a really unfair burden on men. Um, I think domination culture actually fails to fully empathize with men. I think the future is men and women standing side by side together because everybody has something to offer. But mm-hmm. the thing is, men have to be standing beside women at this point to make women equal, not ahead of them, you know. And, um, and I think it's happening. Um, I, I think a lot of men are, who are secure are really actually happy to have women uh, t- you know, come to the plate and do uh, take some of the responsibility of leadership. But I think you have to be a fairly secure man to be able to say, okay, you know, this woman is as good as any man I know, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on um, on the role women have in the family right now um, and, and how careers can often interfere with that family uh, you know, in, in you know, important nest that that is a foundation for an upbringing. Well, you know, there's you know, I I see men much more involved in uh, in their mm-hmm. children now. On Sunday morning, you can see them walking around with their yours, you know, with babies on, <laughs> carrying mm-hmm. their babies on yes. their chest, uh, which I think is 
it's a beautiful sight, and men are picking up more uh, responsibilities at home. But really, the burden of child-rearing and household responsibilities still falls largely on women's shoulders, and it's still an unequal uh, distribution of uh, labor in that way. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> it's fascinating. Let's take a station break, and, and we're going to get back to some of the really interesting research that you did on sexual submissiveness and the whole uh, you know, being sexy culture and how that's changing perhaps back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. It's good to be here. Thanks. So some good challenges that I'm sure you had on understanding the sexual dynamic of how the workplace and success dovetails in with, with uh, you know, the, important, the all-important sexual relationship that women do need to have in their lives as well. Tell us about that fine balance and some of your discovery. Well, uh, uh, let me. Is it, I just want to finish on your previous question before the break, uh, sure. which is about you know women, the women trying to the f- find that uh, elusive uh, work-life balance, you know, because it, it is imbalanced in, in terms of their responsibilities of life, and also women continue to get penalized in the way that men don't. 
for um, having children. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, and there are a lot of statistics showing that, you know, a, a professor at a university, if he has children, he doesn't get penalized. He doesn't. He, his career keeps moving forward, whereas for a woman, it doesn't. You know, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, adjusting that needs to be done, and I think one of the things is a greater flexibility in uh, in what work is. I mean, being tied to a desk for eight hours or nine hours, however, you know, this competition about who can stay later at the office, I mean, I think it's really uh, counterproductive. So I think that there's a lot of transformations going on in that realm, and women are leading the way. They're saying, no, I'm not going to uh, sacrifice a balance, even though they're having a hard time finding it. And and actually, they're leading the way because it's going to benefit men, too. I mean, it's not right that men are working around the clock, either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they need yeah, no, that sounds like an overall too. workplace problem in the whole culture. We've had some guests on our show talk a lot about that. Um, you know, it, it is clearly time to change the workplace. At the same time, um, you know, it, it's also time to be cognizant of the importance of the hardworking America fa- you know, f- fabric uh, uh, that has created the success we've had. That's a whole nother discussion. Can't wait to have that with you sometime. But but one of the things that we'd love to hear your thoughts on is this this balance of, uh, you know, of, of uh, you know, the, the and, and a potential unrealized danger here. Um, could, could you talk a little bit about that, the whole issue related to? You know the 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 sexual importance of of relationships and and how that can be. Uh, you know uh, what sort of trends you're seeing in that because I know that was really a one of the one of the interesting parts of your book and the research that you did. One the one way of talking about that subject is the uh, the interest in the media on. Um, oh, can you hold it for a second? That's a wonderful noise in the background there. Yeah, the bells are ringing. Yeah, that was a. My husband's cell phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> he used to Thought be a bell the, the ringer. Church, when he was a it was kid. church wherever you are. <laughs> That's in <the> world. right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> so we were. Um, oh, one one way about um, uh, one phenomenon that has been happening. Uh, it has been uh, the book called uh, "The Fifty Shades of Gray." I don't know. Have you heard about that book? And no. I guess it's on the bestseller list, and it's about a masochistic, sadomasochistic relationship where the man is the dominant one and the woman is the um, is the submissive. Mm-hmm. And they're asking, oh, are women really interested? The way the it's one thing to read an erotic book, you know. It's another thing for it to be. What it was interesting is that they were framing it as, oh, well, maybe women are powerful now and they really don't want their power. They want to be submissive and um, be told what to do. And it's sort of, <laughs> I go, this is not, this is not, this is really a reactionary story. Everybody think, talking about this story is really um, very progressive, and it's not mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you take the titillation of sexuality out of this story, um, mm-hmm. What it is, it, it's power over women and, and literally and figuratively tying them up. You know, mm. So um, I, I think, does that answer your question? Yeah, I think there's, there, there certainly is, uh, is a lot of tension in understanding those complex relationships. And, you know, I, I think also the objectification the... is really what I'm saying is that, you know, women, you know, we thought that the whole objectification of women was behind us, but in fact, it's actually really ha- having a really uh, 
a comeback in many ways where women not only are objectified, but they objectify themselves now as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, a and, and that called, starts at a young age. You know, that starts at, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, in, 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 in high school and, uh, you know, dressing. I mean, I was, I was looking at some high school uh, girls, my wife and I were the, you know, driving in to, work, to work in the morning and we we're saying, I would not let my daughter go to work looking, go to school looking like that. I mean, that is just unbelievable. I mean, it was just like, are you kidding me? What parent would let their child, you know, go to school with stock, you know, it just, yeah. it was unbelievable. It was it incredible. Is, it so is. It's, well, it's there, there's here. tremendous pressure on that, but there's balance on that. You know, there, there are a lot of very attractive, uh, beautiful women out there in very high positions that, that are absolutely, uh, you know, you know, radiant of energy and mm. beauty and, and sophistication, and you know that isn't that is an asset when that's packaged well. I mean, that's a powerful asset for any company, um, I believe, um, and and that 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 should be viewed as as a positive. Uh, char- you know, characteristic, but in the end of the day, the business world that we're talking about, the success we're talking about, there is there is a there is a very fine line of performance, style, and you know what happens behind the scenes in terms of sexuality with your husband. And I, I was finding a hard time bridging that gap of what you were called, you know, sexual submissiveness. You know that that your promotion talked about. So I, I was just looking for. You know, you were sort of balancing this dream of becoming submissive, um, and are they giving up real power? You know, for sexual power. I mean, you, that that this is complicated stuff that you're that you're diving into. I applaud you for doing it, um, but I was just wondering if you could sort of explain that where you're finding this 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 line in the sand of of how power balances balances out on on both performance and in sexual power. Well, I was, you know, I mean, when I, when I was talking about is this real power or sexual power, now the perfect example of giving these high school girls that, you know, really are, you know, seriously underdressed, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that they have the power of titillation, but do they realize that that's only, that's sexual power, that's not real power. And I saying, see. And when that's you an saying, interesting you know, tension right there, yeah. There are women who really, um, you know, really have a grace to them. I think about Christine Lagarde, who I actually had the privilege of talking to before she became, you know, um, prime minister in, in France. Um, is she prime minister? Anyway, um, but she's so elegant, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so, and, and you can see her power in her, in her presence and in who she, her power is in who she is, not in her necessarily her power to uh, titillate. Let's take a station break. Back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. 
Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back. Thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. It's good to be here. One of the things that I think is quite interesting, and I've seen this, you know, in, in a lot of women that worked for me, and I wanted you to just come on it, comment on it. So, you know, women care about their appearance very much. Some women do, not all women do, I suppose. Um, but that ability to respect, you know, uh, how people look at you, you know, and perceive you um, in dressing up and wearing the right clothes and thinking about fashion, thinking about how they talk, how they speak, how they listen. I mean, that is an incredible gift. And uh, I like describing it as saying that women have this wonderful ability to look at themselves as other people would look at them. It's almost as if they climb out of themselves and say, how are people going to view me when I walk into that meeting? You know, how should my mannerisms, how should I react? That's a gift and that's an asset. And I think that's an important one. It's um, also a double-edged sword because what what happens is women um, are often, they see themselves through the eyes of their beholder, you know, that they are being seen. You know, and that in, and so then they—that's where the self-criticism comes. Oh, I should look like this. I should be like that. You know, rather than seeing themselves through their own eyes. This is another wonderful quote from your book: Um, "Feminine consciousness accepts, tolerates, transforms. Feminine embraces the aggressive impulse of the outgoing masculine energy and transforms it into higher order of creativity." Right, yeah. and that's the, that's your tilt chapter, which what we're discussing right now. I think that's a wonderful quote. It, it that that ability to you know to sort of uh, you know uh, almost embrace that typical male aggressive my way or the highway you know energy level that's constantly transformed, particularly with you know power playing executives. And to transform that into a solution to a problem or a means to an end, not the end itself, right? That is the gift of women that is so powerful, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think it's taking, rather than um, 
compromising where everybody has to give something up. It's being able to embrace it all, and it, which can move you to a higher level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Higher level of yeah. shared understanding. Indeed. Well, I have to say, we're, we're towards the end of the show. How can people get a hold of you? Um, how can they find your book? Tell us oh. a little bit about the connection points so people can learn more and communicate and connect with you. Great. Um, well, my um, website is uh, ironbutterflies.com, always plural, because women's power is a collective power. Mm. And I'm also on Facebook, Iron Butterflies, and on Twitter, Iron Butterflies. And also, I'm going to be releasing an uh, a interactive manual for leading in the new era of women, which is uh, it's, it's for women to gather together in circles. Uh, and, and use this guide for, it's sort of pretty much a racist consciousness raising group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. And your book is available at every major bookstore worldwide, I'm sure. Uh huh. And do you do any book signings anywhere, I'm curious? I have. Where, where are, do you know any next signings that oh, are coming next up? Next signings, um, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm going to be on TV Friday, but no, no, no uh, book signings. I mean, Wonderful. Just, Good for you. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on the show. Really appreciate your 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 uh, your appearance today. Thank you very much, Dr. Regine. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed our conversation. Yes, indeed. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope your life's a little bit smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and you flap your, your butterfly wings as <laughs> high as you can and onward your journey for success. Thanks again for being on the show. Thanks. Until next week, everybody, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> 